more. This is one more. It's about to start raining, but yeah, I think it, a just bit. it just started raining a little bit. We were in LA, now we are back in the Hyperware Studios. You're going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. It felt, it felt good going to Hollywood Studios and then swinging by Netflix and then Paramount. And you're seeing, you know, did you like, propose otra por favor? They proposed it to me. I, that's where I went to LA, you know, to <laughs> talk and, and, and see what they can propose, but no le llegaban al precio. Yeah, so, we have standards here. Yeah, les dije, sabes que no. Y luego aparte, te quieren, te quieren, they, they want to be restricting you in everything, on what to say, not to say. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to get restricted, man. And when you're independent, you don't want that shit. That's what we are here. We're an independent podcast. Yeah, I think the only independence, like the only, the only thing I want people to tell me is, um, otra o no way. That's the only thing I want to say. I don't want. I, that's favor. the only thing I want someone to say. Otra, por favor. Yes, sir. No, but when they're asking you, hey, quieres otra or no? That's what I want. Hell that's yeah. all I want to hear. What are you drinking right now, dude? I'm drinking what is known as the the black gold. Lo que ayuda al ser humano para sobrevivir. Un cafecito. <laughs> Caffeine, man. I love it. Mm. Where would we be without cafecito? I have no idea, but when was the last time you had like a, a your first experience with cafe? Like many, many, I think Latinos out there, uh, I got introduced to coffee at way before then. I probably should have. I was probably five or six years old. Ahí me acercaba la mesa con todos los tíos, todas las tías. ¿Quieres cafecito? Sí, mami. Gracias. Me daban un chorrito like this and... Te lo tomabas, pero ahí convivías con, 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 el, todos. con el pan, pan dulce, un cafecito, ahí hablando del chisme. Yeah. And uh, that, that was always a big tradition at, my, at any household that I was with my family. Um, mm -hmm. And that I, that I still remember to this day, like, anytime my family gets together, no matter what time of the day, it could be morning, afternoon, evening, mm -hmm. nighttime, middle of the night, we're going to have a cafecito. That's just what it is. Man. The same here. Um, every time you go, like my mom's house, it could be midnight. No, I get there from, like, driving from Galveston, from Austin, sorry. And un café. ¿Quieres café? Yeah. It's or, weird, man. Like, other cultures don't get it. No. Nah. Porque estoy en el trabajo. It's like three or four o'clock. The day is about to end. I hit up the Keurig, which, uh, mm -hmm. by the way, is like, if you don't know how to use a Keurig nowadays, it's like, that's that's one-on-one -on -one right there. But that's another story. <laughs> that's when you have a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> but yeah, I started hitting the Keurig like at four, and my coworkers are like, "Coffee, Jorge, you're drinking coffee right now? It's four o'clock. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus H Christ." And los digo, no saben, no, no saben lo bueno. Falta barrio. <laughs> hey, you know, we all we all learn some point, but dude, el café es, es lo sagrado. It's like I, I would consider I can survive without alcohol. But I can't survive without coffee. <laughs> like, don't you have that same feeling? Yeah, actually, I've been surviving pretty well without alcohol. I've very, very dramatically decreased my alcohol intake. But coffee is really hard to to, not, to go without, dude. Yeah, man, cafecito. Yeah. It, it, you can have a, that's the one thing with, like, if there's one drink that me ayuda acá a levantar el, el ánimo, es un café. And I'm talking about coffee, bro. I'm not talking about no Starbucks frappuccino, frappuccino. with yeah. fucking whipped cream up to here. I mean, I get that every now and then when I want to be like a basic bitch, mm -hmm. but you know, de vez en cuando. You want to be a basic bitch. A veces we, si, all, we all get a veces moment, si. you know? We all have to be like that. <laughs> but I like uh, Starbucks, the the one, the reserve one, kind yeah. of domain. Oh yeah, they have this one called Melrose, and it's I don't know I don't know if it's cherry syrup, but they shake it up. It's cold. Y luego le ponen una cherry. That sounds amazing, dude. Dude, that's like so good. Is that your favorite coffee shop? That's my favorite drink in coffee. Like, if I go anywhere and drink, it'll be that. Or there'll be these, like, shooters in um, in New York. And those actually have uh, it's the liquor in them. So, the, the, you know, they give you, like, six of them. Y ahí te lo estás. Uno y otro y otro. 
Have you ever had an espresso martini? Oh, dude. Those those God. those go hard. Damn, bro. They dude. go fucking hard. Hey, un carajillo. I haven't had that. Dude, that's that's pretty good. It's, I mean, I think carajillo and espresso martinis they're, they're like the cousins, you know, from far away. But it's it's el, like el carajillo is you know, you shake it up con licor 43 mm. and then you you know, like you pretty much you know, pour it in a cup, but you pour it after it's stirred and then everything just becomes foamy and you don't need this much. That's all you need. And I'm foaming at good. the mouth just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, you wait. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, welcome to another episode of Otra Por Favor. Otra Por Favor. ¿Cómo estás? I'm feeling amazing, dude. Honestly, I have been hitting the gym pretty hard, getting personal records like, you know, on the bench, on the squat. Mm-hmm. And really what's been pushing me is uh, the fact that my little bro, he started powerlifting. El Fernando. El Fernandillo. El, el, el trocando que ya está poniéndose mamando. Se está poniendo mamado. Mamá. Eh? Ah, uh, and he's taking it really seriously. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, he's taking it seriously. I got to I gotta step up my game because mm-hmm. I can't have a little brother, you know, being stronger than me, bro. Like, That's se, true. Se, se, se le va a crecer. Like, he's just, it's going to go to his head, bro. Tienes que, hey, capacito ese vato. That's nah, good, nah, I love him to death, but we, we really <laughs> do push each other physically. Um, and, dude, no, nah, other than that, dude, I, it's been great. Today was actually the last day to early vote. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, early voting is now over, right? I did my civic duty. Um, I woke up early. I hit up Randall's at 7 a.m. I got my early vote in. I was in and out in, like, 15 minutes. Super important elections happening right now at the state and local local level. Um, the young voter turnout is super important, and we all got to do our part to be part of that. If you have the privilege to vote, do it. So right now, the last day to vote is on election day. Uh, that's Tuesday, November 8th. So if you can, go out and make your voice heard in the voting ballot, in the booth, you know, um, there's nothing uh, more. There's no more thing that gives me more civic pride and uh, of being in a in a democratic nation, dude. So go out there and vote. That's all I can tell my people. Saludos. Can you repeat again? Uh, when do you have to go vote and what's going on? Election day is November eighth, so early voting is over. Uh, that's your last chance to vote. Uh, there are many election areas here open in Austin. So you'll have that one day to vote. I believe they start opening from 7 a.m. and some close up to 9 p.m. But we're going to post a link of, of uh, all the information as far as where you can vote and what's on the ballot here in Austin, uh, specifically Travis County. But like I said, there's a lot of important state and local elections. Uh, probably the most high, highly visible election is uh, the governor's race. You got okay. our boy Beto running. Hey, man. You know what? Thing. Um it's uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's for Texas. I think we haven't had a an election like this in a while. Yeah, yeah. So you got the governor's race, you got the uh, lieutenant governor's race, mm-hmm. you got the railroad commissioner uh, race. There's a lot of races going on right now, mm-hmm. and just go. I, I recommend that y'all get y'all get informed about it. I mean, you hear the word railroad commissioner, and you think, oh, it's about trains, but no, it it actually has a lot to do with the, the energy sector here in the state. Yeah, and. You know, if anybody, everybody has stories about the big freeze that happened um, uh, in February. Was it 2020? 2021. 2021. Dude, a lot of people were without power, without electricity, without basic needs, Mm -hmm. even without water. So uh, that was a tough time for the state. And it made us realize like, oh, these these positions of power have a lot of importance and who we put there and what they're doing to to help protect us during those types of situations is a big deal. Not only that, but there's tons of things happening at the at the federal level. You know, with mm-hmm. with uh, Supreme Court um, Supreme Court stances that are kind of getting, uh, you know, they're in question or in lieu, um, in particular with uh, the the right to have uh, abortions. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a huge one right now that the state yeah. is holding a lot of power on right now. Yeah, man. Uh, let your voices be heard. Um, we. For us, is we already know where we stand. We already know who we support. However, at the end of the day, we live in a democratic country, yeah. and 
in a democracy, you're allowed to choose whoever you want. So we don't want right. to tell you who to vote for. We want to maybe encourage like you just and let you know who we what we think. But at the end of the day, participate, man. Participate. The worst thing, the worst people are the ones who complain about all this shit. That's and, the worst. And then yeah. they have that that right, that privilege, and don't do anything about it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. I I agree. Like um, other places, they can't do what we're doing, and on Sunday, on oh, no, Tuesday, um, the eighth. So that's a blessing. A blessing. Um, at the end of the day, don't don't listen to no bullshit like oh you know corruption and voting and this and that i think what we have in, in the in the united states our infrastructure and in, in the voting process is better than most most countries so we just got to take advantage of that at the end of the day for sure man how are you doing richie dude i am doing good i actually um i just you know got back from la on tuesday but when i got to the airport i came back about to go baggage claim and my luggage is not, not there so i you lost your luggage a bit. i didn't lose them i waited I'm, I'm you know i waited there for a little bit and i'm like all right cool you know so then i go to the uh, luggage claim I'm like hey um, i don't have my luggages oh yeah let me check really quick and they check <laughs> Estaban in tucson in, in phoenix sorry so phoenix arizona so <laughs> Like, ni modo. Con los tucanes de Tijuana. Con los de tour. <laughs> you know, I didn't get the memo. Like, hey, the, you know, the, the closing show is here in Austin. But um, I ended up getting them back on on, Sunday, on Wednesday night. And thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. However, my original plan was to travel with just my, my carry-on, travel light. But on Friday, uh, I got home at, like, around 3 in the morning. And I received an email from the MLS and LAFC that my credential was approved for the game. So I ended up press. repacking everything to, you know, be in the, in the press. That's awesome, dude. So what an got, opportunity. It was cool, man. Uh, it, it's for sure. I think uh, we can go a little bit into the experience of the game, but it was, it was a pretty cool thing just to, to go out there and, and take pictures. Unfortunately, the result we didn't get. Um, one thing that I would say yeah. is, all the, like, the last two goals that, you know that they that LAFC scored when they celebrated. They celebrated like right in my face because I was in the southwest end of the stadium, mm -hmm. and Carlos Vela was los con sus compadres venían. Y gal, it's like, you know, you can see me on TV like pretty sad taking a picture. Damn, but putting putting salt on the wound. Putting salt in the wound. Yeah, that's um, tough, man. We'll go into it, man. But damn, dude, I, I can't wait to hear more <laughs> about your experiences and what is it with you and uh. And having bad luck with with luggages, man. You lost oh, this yeah, luggage, man. right? It comes back a luggage that you, you, you I let go an escalator, drop down an escalator, and, and knocks your wife over, your, <laughs> your newlywed wife over. No, that was before we got married. Oh damn, dude! Well, that's <laughs> that's <true>. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So, dude, I, I don't know, man. You know, you just you just tend to, you know, whenever. And the thing is, like, I, I don't know what can I like say, like, oh, it was my fault, like. And the other one, like, literally was my fault, the first one, when I, you know, let the let it just go down the escalator. But this one right here, it was, it was uh, Southwest. But I got my voucher, though, so. That's what I was about to say, man. You're, you, you, you have little incidents of bad luck, but the good luck that you have, the karma that you get is always better than the bad luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like last week when you, when you didn't get the ticket drawing. <laughs> you were all freaking out. Y'all should have seen it. The behind Dude. the scenes here was intense. <laughs> Like, it was like 100 degrees here, just standing next to this guy. He was seething. Was he was breathing sweating. way too hard. He was sweating. <sighs> <laughs> he was trying to keep it cool because he didn't get a ticket to uh, to the game. And the uh, first wave. And the first wave yeah. of, of, uh, of tickets. Um, but he ended up getting a press pass. He ended up going out there. And he loses his luggage, and he ends up getting a voucher. So anytime you get hit, you come back harder, dude. You know, I feel like I have uh, – Mexico's going to have the same luck. We got hit, get hit, but we come back harder. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, so it's the month of November, dude. Like, it's crazy how quick the year is going to wrap up. Pretty soon we're going to mm -hmm. be talking about uh, Thanksgiving and, and uh, Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. What do you got coming up this month? Well, actually, uh, the first thing we have in the month that, you know, already occurred by now, it's uh, Dia de los Muertos. I think in America, like in in uh, like in in the states, we've been seeing a lot more of that like grow, especially because of the the like our generation is actually making that a part of you know yeah. like something we should take like take serious in consideration. 
Yeah. And to honor people that have gone. No, um, and I, I, that's a great point. I think it's a generational thing. Like it's it's getting more representation here in, in the United States, but also in the media too. You know, with mm-hmm. uh, with with the movies like uh, Coco and like different types of art that have always been there, but have gotten larger and larger platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, dude, that it, it was a big deal. And honestly, I had felt kind of um, bummed out that I that I didn't get that I didn't make the effort to go to the uh, L.A. and mm-hmm. Austin FC game. But I did it for a very pur- purposeful reason. I knew that um, it wouldn't have allowed me to make the time to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. I got the chance to go to Houston uh, th- earlier this week for mm-hmm. Dia de los Muertos. Uh, because as we had talked about earlier, man, like uh, our grandmas are, have both passed away. Mine passed right. away in May. Yours passed away earlier. Saludos on esta bolita. Yeah, and... <laughs> These types of, uh, of of celebrations, you know, this Dia de los Muertos in particular, yeah. um, was a great chance to go with my family and be with them. That's good, and man. it was probably the best, one of the best times. The only thing that would have made it better is if my wife was there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's traveling; she's doing her thing right now. But mm-hmm. man, dude, like my grandma was the type of person that that le gustaba la fiesta, le gustaba el ambiente. She loved mm-hmm. to dance, she loved to sing. Uh, she was just a happy person. She liked to be with people. Mm-hmm. So for this Dia de los Muertos, I, I thought the best thing I could do in her memory is be there with her and be be there with my family. Mm-hmm. So I got the chance to go. Uh, we we made it a family effort to to make the the altar, mm-hmm. like the design of my mom's house. We put out a bunch of pictures of all of our lost ones that have gone uh, gone ahead of us. Se los adelantaron, mm-hmm. and uh, it was beautiful, man. That's and good. The, man. And the, and on the Wednesday, uh, we went. We went to the cemetery mm-hmm. and uh, we were there. We had we had a boombox. We had music. We ate some tamales. My mom mm-hmm. made some badass tamales. Uh, est- estilo salvadoreño. Nah, ya me los comí todos. Ni chato, <laughs> she told me there was a stash for me. Y te los comes todos. Yeah. And then uh, we also had some. My mom made some champurrado. Uh, it was it was great, dude. It was yeah, it, yeah. it was such a such a nice, uh, beautiful thing that I think we're gonna continue to do and keep that tradition alive and just keep honoring uh my grandma natividad's memory and i'm just happy to share share this with you and with everybody um that i i know she 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 had a huge impact in my life and Mm -hmm. if you know me if you know the type of person i am a lot of a lot of the qualities that i have like with with people Mm -hmm. i I got through my grandma so dude that's good man I'm, i'm glad you got to do that i did see a video of uh i think ale your sister she did and you're laying down singing uh, un, La Cumbia un, Sampuesana. La Cumbia Sampuesana. Yeah, that was her song, bro. And you were just like this, singing it. That, that shit was pretty dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got I got to, like, I went to LA and actually I stayed with my uncle, uh, Padrino, shout out. And I, like, I really don't spend time with, like, my, my family as much. So it was good to, you know, go there and, and like, I, like, it's maybe I see my uncles and aunts once or twice a year or cousins. So for me, like, you know, spending time with a cousin, it's like, it feels weird because I'm not used to that, but it also is something that you need to, you know, to to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were, like, I was literally, like, one of the days I stayed up to, like, four in the morning just talk about anecdotes of my grandma because, you know, my grandma, she was, as I talked in the past, she loved to roast people. And, and yeah. you know, you cannot, you cannot have, like, you, you have to always be with your art of because she'll come up with something at you regardless of who you were. Um <laughs> But oh, it it was good, man. Uh, we got to just talk about her and talk about like how, you know, how awesome she she was and she is. So, and and a lot of those she says like she ended up leaving on a good note um, from this world. Um, one thing that I like say, for example, like for me is one thing that hit me when my grandma like because I'm not a crier, but when we went to uh, Orlando after like a week after she passed away, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing like those parades. And in that moment, they were playing, like, Cocos. And I'm like, oh, no, hold, hold it back, hold it back, hold it back. Dude, and I see, like, a small tear. knock. she sees me. She's not like, no, don't say anything. Just let it be, let it be. And then it went away. But <laughs> you got to let it out, man. I, I do let it out. I mean, I was my letting out, like, two tears early. But uh, it's, okay to, it's okay to cry, Richie. Oh, I, I know it's okay to cry, but I'm not a crier. <laughs> I'm more of a, you know, I, I like, but I like, I, I, I do, like, roasting more than anything, so. It was cool. Um, but, yeah, like, if everyone out there that, you know, like, 
were able to get a, an experience of your your grandparents, like say, or anyone that passed away this year, like, uh, and you were able to celebrate them, uh, just know that you can, you know, the celebration of their life can be whenever you're doing amazing things with your life as well. Um, that's what I've always been like when you're doing something great, like they will appreciate that a lot along with what you do on the specific day, Dia de los Muertos. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man, uh, other than that, w- one thing we, you know, we, we have literally right around the corner is the world cup. Um, and, and cutter cutter. It's a couple of like what? Three weeks now. Less than that, man. Less I think that. it's like uh, sixteen days. Sixteen days. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the one thing is, uh, as you guys know, we're gonna have now. We we are officially known, like they're gonna officially known as fan segments. Uh, we're gonna have our friends come in and just talk about the World Cup, and we are honored to have if everything works out well, to have someone that has gone to every World Cup since two th- in nineteen ninety four, and it's actually gonna go to this World Cup. Uh, in a couple of weeks, El Azteca, it's El Esteban Castillo. I'll share the link of his video. Um, he yeah. has an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, just by hearing him and like his wife, she helps see us here at the office. Uh, I was talking to him yesterday, and he was like, "Hey, uh, you used to have the podcast, like, yeah." And Loki was like hinting, "I'm like, hey, you know, I want to come and talk about it." So yeah. he said he's shut down interviews with other TV networks, and she's only he's only been open to one. In a couple of documentaries, but right. I mean the fact that you know he he's you know where you know like gonna have him here, it'll be great. Um, That's awesome, dude. No, this guy is truly uh, Mexican national squad royalty when it comes to fan, like fan, mm-hmm. fan to the to the core. And we're so excited to to share his story with y'all. We're gonna share that Vice video where he was featured, right? Um, but. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm excited that I'm, I feel honored. I can't wait to have him next week, and I can't wait to just talk about World Cup memories and like things because I don't know about you, man, but the 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 World Cup takes something special from from your like it, it leaves an imprint in your in your mind and mm-hmm. your memory. You can literally recall where you were at every World Cup since since you can form that memory. Do you feel like your life revolves around? Like the timings of years, you were bothered based on when the World Cup or Copa America was going on. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, "How long have I been working here? I've been working here for five years. Oh, damn, that's a whole World Cup cycle. I need to switch it up, right?" <laughs> no, I think I, th- I think about that stuff too. But but really, one of the things that I recall the most is just like the times that I had with my dad mm-hmm. and watching World Cups with him because he's the one who got me into the sport of, of mm-hmm. football. And I never forget we're we're in a we're in, on a family vacation, mm-hmm. and we're staying in, in, in not in a hotel or something. And he's trying to record the the 2002 Korea Japon Italy mm-hmm. Mexico game, and he can't figure out the VCR. So he's like, "Man, you know what? I got this big ass uh, camcorder thing. So it's like one of those cameras. Oh, well. <laughs> like you put it on your shoulder. Yeah. He's literally recording the TV and watching the game at the same time." And I'm next to him. And, uh, of course, who could forget El Golazo de, de Jared Borghetti? El que metió de contra Italia. Contra Italia, where he gets the pa- pass from Cuauhtémoc Blanco. God damn, the dude. Perfect dime. And he, the recurso, sacó la, he just did the, the three, um, I don't know, 180, 360, whatever it was, header that left uh-huh. Buffon like a statue. Because he didn't see it coming. Dude, that was an incredible moment. I remember my dad was just shaking the camera like, oh, we were like <laughs> just like screaming. It was like 2 or 3 a.m., something crazy, dude. On but, the playback when you watched it, like did the camera go like this after the goal? Oh, my gosh, dude. I, those uh, To find those VHS would be interesting, man, because mm-hmm. I know we have them saved somewhere in some yeah. but I'm those pretty are, sure. Those are the type of things that you take forever, yeah, and, yeah. and you always remember it, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my kids one day and grandkids maybe one day about this story, about this like goal, the World Cup, 2002 Korea Japan World Cup. Dude, I, I think my first World Cup experience was 1994 because 86, I was just born. And 90, por los cachurules, no fue Mexico. <laughs> the one that I got to uh, just experience, and it was like an afternoon. It was the, you know, the one here in the, in the States. And they literally, like, closed down. Because classes were still going on to like, July. So they literally just closed down all the classes. And I went to a big room and just watched the games there. So it was pretty cool, man. Um and 
you got to experience like Mexico tying with Italy and mm-hmm. beating uh, Ireland and losing to Norway and losing to Bulgaria. Um, it was a heartbreak that that Bulgaria game, but yeah. hey, man, you know what? It's it's you know even if we lose, like like there's one thing like they're saying like the Mexican people have is just. Yeah, they bring the party. Now, hopefully, we have to, you know, behave on this one because there's going to oh. be a lot of, you know, arrest Man, if we don't. <laughs> Fuck Qatar, dude. Like, that's, that's yeah. such a bad... I, I think, why are we having a World Cup? Yeah, it, well, it sucks. We all know why, Yeah, but it's fucked up. I wish it was different. But how about, let's take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back and dive into the LAFC, you know, Austin... You know, snippets. We're not going to really get into the game. We already know we lost. And we want to, you know, keep it a little. We want to uplift the hearts instead of just, like, you know, bringing back the hangover. So we'll be right back in a second. Pretty much sacabo. Like that song, man. Um, first of all, where where uh, did you watch the game? I watched it in my nightmares. Well, at least that's what it felt like because <laughs> empezaron bien los dos minutos y se fue a la chingada. The game plan was shit. Um, I watched it at Circle Brewery. Yeah. That was also an indication that the game plan, my game plan was shit because uh, – I went with all the intention to watch it at Hop Squad. Mm. Y cuando llegué, ya estaba hasta la madre. There was like packed, to, packed like sardines. And I was like, I, maybe maybe the homie Ramses will save me a seat. Nah, ni madres, güey. She was like, you can sit on my lap. And I'm like, nah, sabes qué? I, I would have been standing, bro. Sorry, bro. Una esquinita. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I had, I had my, my brother-in-law, Alexis, he was, on the, he was in route. And uh, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to hop over here to Circle Brewery. It's a little bit more low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of space, and yeah. I sat down. Alexis joined me, and we watched the game in like one of the big, uh, one of the big screens that they have out there. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It, 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 overall, it, it was a cool environment, but at yeah. the same time, it wasn't like that, the environment that I know Hop Squad had with the uh, with some of the band bandmates there doing their song, doing their things with the with the, my Murgas that stayed. Yeah, the, the the Murgas that stayed here, with, you know, doing their thing with the music. But um, honestly, just because of how the game went, um, viewing it in like kind of a low key environment was probably better for me because I didn't really, I didn't really let let it hit me as hard, but it still hit me hard if, yeah. if that makes any sense. But dude, that's the boring part. I want to know what the fuck you were doing over there, man. Uh, so I I got there around to LA. I got there around nine. Picked up a rental car from Long Beach to downtown. Met up with everyone that traveled for the game for the away day. Uh, I finally got a chance to go to one. Uh, it was pretty cool. I think that's, for me, that's highlight no matter the result. You know, you spend it with people that you share the whole season with. The silver lining. The silver lining. Y desde, no, nah, dude, we got there. Um, and I got walked in as soon like when they were doing Cuervo, so that was pretty badass. Uh, and then after that, we went to you know hit up a, a couple of bars downtown LA. And dude, the awesomest thing you can see is you're leaving the bars and you start smelling bacon. You're like, holy crap! Is it LAPD? No, no, no. <laughs> it could have been them, but it smelled better than that. There's a bunch of people with hot dog stands, like hot dog, like, you know, carts going around selling hot dogs and they smell amazing. The best thing is if you didn't have cash, their QR code for sale, Venmo or or a cash app was there. So I don't carry cash. I don't ever carry cash, but I have my Venmo ready just to show them the proof. Even Hocho. Even taquito. God damn, that was awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, that was like not just uh, like say for example, not just in downtown, but also outside of the you know the Bank of California. Same thing. Una señora se even you know su 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 fruta con chile, su su hot dog, este con 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 tocino y todo. God damn, dude. Like it, it was just that was one of the coolest things you can ever see. 
Uh, another thing that, that I got to see to do is I got to uh, meet, you know, personally, Julio y este Jose, uh, Julio Ramos y Jose Salcedo from the District 9 Ultras, the 3252. Uh, uh, LAFC. LAFC's uh, supporter groups. Yeah. Uh, some stuff went down, unfortunately, but, you know, that's that's stuff that's out of our hands. Heat of the moment. Heat of the moment, I would say. Uh, luckily, I think it's already been resolved. So, hey, hands shaking, hugs given, and you'll continue with life. Um, Richie's singing Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> hope there's no retaliation. Uh, now, the one cool thing is uh, I, I got a – so be, before the game, I went to where the 3252 were at, and I asked for, hey, have you guys seen uh, uh, Jose? Yeah, yeah, he's right there. He's the guy with the blonde hair, literally, like like Jose has that his hair blonde. Like a Targaryen? Más o menos, hace cuenta el Jose Targaryen. <laughs> and I'm going to share a picture of him here so you guys can see it. And then I'm looking for Julio, but Julio, they're like, nah, ese viejito ya se metió. But if you see an old guy limping with with uh, with red pants, that's him. And, uh, like, I had to go in the stadium, so I ended up just going in. But I already knew, like, where where, where they were at. Um because the tunnel where I walked in first, like I saw him from far away, but I had to go a different route to get to my designated spot to shoot. So the game was, you know, going on. You know, we got our ass beat. Now, however, LAFC kicked our ass in every aspect because right before the game, they had mariachis and they had one of their icons, like in his Hispanic culture that they were present. I mean, it's the Owen Wilson. No, was that was that one, one actor? He was there. Owen, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson was there. Um, it was kind of a slap. That was his low key slap to Texas. Porque Rivatos de Texas. I think he went to UT. I mean, that, he's, not, he, he's he's like a, a generic Matthew McConaughey, but it's still it was like yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where is Matthew McConaughey this whole time? I'm like, Matthew McConaughey, ¿dónde estás, cabrón? That's what I'm more pissed off about. So uh, we 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 were losing before the game started. We we got we were getting our ass kicked before the game started. Like so, then not just that, the national anthem is about to come in, and the one that sings it is just Jaime Camil. Wait, the, Jaime Camil sang the Jaime Camil sang the national anthem. Oh, but it gets better. He comes out, and he's, you know, saying hi to everybody, and then you see this one small, skinny guy with a guitar. Like, in, in like say, maybe, maybe like, say, our, our Anglo people or white people don't know who the de la Cueva is, but he's uh, the lead, for, uh, like, lead guitar, guitar player and singer for Moderato. Mm. And he actually also did a song, De 17 Años con Los Angeles Azules. Wow. So he played the national anthem while Jaime Camil was singing the national anthem. Like, they knew, they, they, I, f I feel like LAFC studied us, and they know, they knew what we did with Leslie Reynaga, and they're like, okay, now we have to, sh they're very good at this, now we have to make it better. So they bring in their, their all, with every, all the ammo they got from the beginning, they just brought it in. And from then on, it was just like, some of the players look nervous, um, but I understand now how Dallas felt when they came to our side. So <laughs> it was it was intense. It was hey, you know, so so home home at field advantage is it plays a, a huge is an advantage, advantage yeah. in the playoffs, especially in LA. Like I would say, if there's a chance for us to play it playoffs again, do our best to avoid LAFC. Like I just gotta say that because so jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit, we have the MLS final Philadelphia versus LAFC. It's going to be in L.A., correct? It's going to be in L.A. So Philadelphia is probably going to be shaking in their boots. They So here's another thing. Uh, USC is the owner of the property where the Bank of uh, California is. So UFC, USC is playing a game that day. The, the university. Yeah. Yeah. And um, at the Coliseum. And literally they're right next to each other. So all the parking lot is going to be taken, taken by USC. However... What they're doing is they're encouraging their fans to, one, uh, they can't find tickets like they normally do. They have to buy it through the MLS. And, two, they're going to be parking at the Dodger Stadium and getting transportation from the Dodger Stadium to the Bank of uh, California. So, Sounds like regardless, it's gonna, they're going to roll deep. Uh, I think my take is we lost, and this loss in every aspect is a learning lesson that we just – you know, have to understand what we can do to improve it. 
for me, it was such such a disappointing finish to an amazing season. Mm-hmm. The fact that we hardly got any shots off, we hardly got any any plays that looked dangerous. We didn't look dangerous. Drusi mm-hmm. couldn't. He looked. He looked frustrated. The team looked frustrated. Like they couldn't, they couldn't string more than three passes or, right. pa- or passes across their own half. LAFC, my respects to them. They came and really stifled us, yeah, line for line, and so much so that our attacking players would have to drop deep and, um, and then just. No, no nos dieron la pelota. Just the, yeah, when we don't have the ball, yeah. we, we were we're depending on a counter that just is not going to happen. Like it was tough. The 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 first goal LA scored with Jite losing his man, getting scored on. You would think someone like Jite, big physical, would be able to defend yeah. on a corner. No, um, and then the goal with Maxi Ruti coming in right when he came in, he gets that unfortunate unfortunate header. Yeah, <laughs> own goal. Like that's that's the stuff of nightmares, dude. That's the stuff of nightmares. Like, it's tough. It was tough to see uh, the no call, the no call penalty on Fagundes. I think that would have turned things around if that that call would have gone right. I I agree that that, that could have given us a little bit of momentum, but still. Uh, but but you don't want to depend on just this one call mm-hmm. and, and the what if. You have to really take the game into your own hands, and it looks like uh, Josh Wolf. And everybody was that was outplayed. Um, LAFC did their homework. They and and it's something that I think we all kind of understood that. Yeah, we beat them twice, but mm-hmm. this is different. This is this is a different thing, and mm-hmm. it really it really showed, man. But that's that. Um, the one thing is, Austin FC lost. You know, we lost this round, and I lost my beard. I had to pay off that debt. We did it on Monday night. Uh, it was a Instagram live. So you bet with uh, with Julio Julio Ramos uh, and y'all they, bet y'all bet beards. Both yeah, of y'all are bearded beard. fellows. For yeah. some reason they they didn't let me bet my beard. I don't know why. <laughs> I just didn't think it would be that good of a bet. They were like, yeah, "It's not enough." <laughs> <laughs> they but, wanted me to cut something else, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, tranquilo." <laughs> yeah, they wanted a picture of it. <laughs> but oh, yeah, dude. Um, so after the game, I I pretty much hit him up and uh, like, "Hey, man." Um, when can we do it? Let me know, cause I'm a man of my word, and I want to come through. And Monday they were they were like, "Hey, uh, can you you know get on on Instagram? We'll do a live at seven Pacific time." I'm like, yeah, of course. So I used to, but I did it with a straight edge razor. I didn't oh, do shit. it with you know with with you know like the Mac Three Pro Gillette. I did it con navaja de quitar y de cortar desde árboles. Con un machete, güey. Con un machete. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was, it was good. Straight edge razor, straight edge razor, dude. I'm like, hey, you're gonna do it. I, I, to I, do it. I, for some reason, I thought y'all were going to uh, live it or put it on on live or something. It, it's live. It's it's uh. So it was live on Instagram, and the video's still there. If you guys want to go, just go to <laughs> Somos LAFC podcast, and it's yeah. right there. And may I say, Richie, I know you lost a bet, and I know you feel that the, the beard was a big part of of you, but you look. Young, Man, you look fresh. I feel like you look like like that's like five years, ten years off of your off of your off of your 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 body, man. I feel like something's gone, and I know <laughs> what it is. I feel like I feel incomplete. <laughs> like I, like my beard and I were like Kanye and JC, and that you know, just it just you just can't have it. My wife saw it, and she's like, "Well, <laughs> hell no, who's that? I hope Where's my husband?" <laughs> I hope in that analogy, your beard is Kanye. Cause he ain't doing too hot right now, bro. Hey man, <laughs> I want to I want to change it to Cotomoki el Matador. There you go. <laughs> now on the subject of facial hair, um, not that it not that it matters too much because it's not gonna be special. It's not gonna be that great. But I'm trying my best to grow a mustache during uh, No Shave November. Mm-hmm. Doing Movember, um, I'm doing it with a coworker and some other buddies. But basically, um, trying to raise funds for men's health in particular. Uh, you know, depression. Um, prostate uh, can- cancer, prostate cancer, testicular yeah. cancer, uh, many many men's health initiatives. But uh, that's the whole that's the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Center around men's health. I'm gonna try to grow my little mustache. A ver qué tal. Last last year it was kind of funny looking, but I tried my best. Uh, <laughs> this year, 
maybe I can get some tips from Richie because this guy already has he he he, he just shaved a couple and, and, and couple days. Yeah, things going in pretty good. I'm like I started seeing the shadow. I'm like, oh yes, it's coming back. <laughs> I can feel the hairs. Like, oh, but uh, really quick, um, before we go to you know to our next topic, I want to just you know like I want to say and uh and I want to show appreciation to every player of our team, um and and just let you guys know that at the end of the day we our intention throughout the season was to be as neutral but also as supporting as possible um every take we had uh we did it with the intention of you know just the game no disrespect cascante please unblock me and i really just want to you know i want to appreciate every player that that um had an awesome season but also appreciate every player that didn't have the best season you know so just with me how about we'll go with with the names of the players um and I have the roster right here. I'll start with the first three, and then you just, you know go go you know afterwards. So my first one are gonna be you know Felipe Martins, Diego Fagundes, Hector Jimenez, uh, Maxi Ruti, Ethan Finley, Nick Lima, Alex Ring, Danny Husen, Julio Cascante, Jared Stroud, John Gallagher, Johan Romagna. Uh, Tarbell, Brad Suver, Danny Pereira, uh, Klinsman, Ronnie Redes, oh, F- Freddie Klinsman, yeah, yeah. uh, Komenich, Gite, uh, William Corozo, Sebastian Druzzi, Owen Wolf, Kippy Kip Keller, oh, now you're good, you're good, Keller, uh, Johan Valencia, Gabrielson, Las, Rigoni. And the last three, they're not with us yes. this season. So, yeah. uh, And also, let's just go to the technical staff really quick. Um, el, el, el gran maestro, el gran jefe, el, el señor, el mero mero es este Claudio Reina. Josh Wolf, head coach. Y luego tenemos a Davey Arnaud. Rodrigo Rios, assistant coach. Uh, Nolan Sheldon. Preston Burpo, goalkeeper coach. Yeah, man. He's actually always looking out for people right when they're uh, warming up. He's always like, hey, careful, incoming. <laughs> uh, Manuel Junco. And pretty much everyone that was part of the, you know, like yeah. the team, I whether mean, it's the doctors, el, el, el masajista, los utileros. For sure. Uh, I mean, this season has been incredible. And, I mean, these are a bunch of names, but you look at the accomplishments of – of everybody, everybody that that goes into creating an organization, and that includes the supporters and the and the supporters groups mm-hmm. and the fan the fan who paid for their ticket to go watch a game and cheer it on. Like each one of those contributions um, went into the season, so that's why we all feel it. That's why we all feel the losses so heavy. We feel the wins, and we feel that the season was successful. We we definitely overachieved. I think this season our expectations. We 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 went further than our expectations allowed us and we we proved a lot of doubters wrong we used that that doubt as fuel to 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 push and the team used it as fuel to push mm-hmm. it's the reason uh jita scored four goals got two assists fagunda scored six goals got 12 assists mm-hmm. and we had in our rightful opinion the mvp in the mm-hmm. scoring 22 goals with five assists and the you know everybody from the backbone to Brad Stuver and all everything that he did to um, to to solidify our defense and give us that confidence from the mm-hmm. back has been incredible to watch. And even players that had kind of a difficult season, like I would say, uh, Cascante had a, had a, had a good season in comparison to probably his career, but mm-hmm. it was one that was heavily criticized during certain moments. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, Gabrielson, right? Um, but they managed to uh, not flake under the criticism a lot of times they they overachieved in 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 what they can their capacity um if that makes any sense i think this the playoff shows showed us what we have they showed us that we have we have a team to compete Mm -hmm. we have a we have a chance to be great but we're we're not there yet Yes, I think this playoffs for me reflected a lot of what happened in the season. We got a game that we won by penalties, you know, close call. We got a game where we blew out the the opponent, which we did quite a bit in this past season. And we also got a game where we need las manos metimos. Um, you know, 
it's it's uh se acabó pero se viene lo bueno because 2023 season brings the regular season brings the league cup and brings the fact that we are also qualified to the CONCACAF Champions League yeah a lot of a lot of big challenges and tests coming for us and FC in this next calendar year and one can just hope that they learn from the season mm-hmm. and they really start to put the pieces together for something more solid, specifically in the defense, in my opinion, you know, something that gives us more solidity in the, in the, in, in our centrales, in our fullbacks. Um, because we saw what Brad Suver did yeah. against LAFC. He easily, easily stopped what could have been maybe two or three more goals. Um, but yeah, dude, we're gonna face higher quality opponents more regularly, right? And we're gonna get tested more, playing more games, so we need more depth for sure, and, like more and, depth. And like. we we gotta learn how to play um, games that of high stakes. Mm-hmm. It's it's different playing an LAFC during regular season. Yeah, Josh Wolf and his staff and the team knows how to do that. But to play an LAFC in the playoffs, where it's do or die, yeah. at their home. We're gonna we're gonna be tested with those types of games more often. Or, so, or playing Tigres in El Volcán. Exactly. If you make it, or playing Este Pachuca in in, in Pachuca. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing Este Atlas in Jalisco. Yeah. You go to uh, you go to the Cusca Clan in, in El Salvador, where yes, the the quality people might say it's not the greatest. But it's a tough tough it's environment tough to environments, play. Tough environments. Yeah. No. Um, I, I mean, I'm super excited. I'm super excited for this next next season. Um, I'm looking forward to it greatly. The, this this past uh, the second season of Austin FC was. I'm I'm very very proud of what the guys did, what the whole staff did, what we did as a community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the, the last game kind of left a bad taste in in my mouth, but I know that that's a temporary thing. So we we have a lot of silver linings and a lot of things to look forward to. Right, right, yeah. And uh, I'll share. You know, just. Uh, like in this episode, I'll share a couple of pictures of you know like the experience and and um, yeah man it's it's it was a it's a season to remember. I think the second season we went to conference finals. Uh, I would call it more like the semifinales, but I, I I'm looking forward to the Concacaf Champions League and the Leeds Cup because I I feel like at this moment now it's start it's for me personally my opinion it's time to bring in Mexican players. Um, more so because we have Mexico is an expert. Yes, this past one we didn't win the Concacaf Champions League, but before that, Mexico dominated this tournament for a while. There's several players that would know how to play this type of tournaments in Mexico, and I feel like this is where we have to start thinking. You know, looking at that side of the world. You know, like thinking as of an addition more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, it's good for us because it feels like representation. Um, you feel sort of represented, but not as full because seeing what LAFC did over there is like, God damn, dude. Even though I'm not from there, it makes come part of me feel like home. Like, I know it's going to be a controversial, you know, way of saying it. but it's not, it's not controversial, man. I think you're underselling your, your roots to L.A. You have You have certain roots in L.A., right? True. Yeah, I do have certain roots in LA. So I mean, if you felt something, you felt something, and you don't have to. Yeah. Well, you don't. You don't have to worry about no controversy on my end. Yeah, we'll appreciate it. But yeah, I think I think that was a hard thing because I'm like, man, I have love for LA, you know, like fuck. Yeah. You know, if it was like all my teams are from LA, the Rams, the Dodgers, the Lakers, <laughs> uh, except for LAFC or Galaxy, so I'm like, oh. But hey, <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, I love Austin. I'm in Austin, and and. This no, is, I'm a verde all the way. Verde hasta la muerte. There you go. Hasta Pero, muerte, hey, reina, ya, mijo, tráete uno. <laughs> o dos, yo te los consigo. Tráete al, al Emiliano Lara, ese güey, si pega. Yeah. Uh, no, dude. I mean, I don't have anything else to say on the Austin FC segment. Not, not much, dude. Uh, what is, on the subject of the representation, I did want to touch on something that we yeah. haven't talked about. We got the new Black Panther coming out. Dude. Oh, shit. Dude, actually, actually. Black Panther just, 2. Did you already get your ticket? Nah, you know me. I'm a last-minute guy. <laughs> I uh, I actually, I told Knock, we're taking off the, the Friday to go watch the movie. Oh, a midnight premiere type shit? Uh, no, nah, I'm going to go in the morning. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Midnight premiere. Now, if it was midnight premiere, it would be like right after uh, soccer or something. Yeah. But um, 
I told her, I was talking to her, and I'm like, man, uh, I want to watch this movie. And then she's like, how about we take off this day and go watch it? I'm like, yes, well. So it's Wakanda Forever for me, the way I'm looking at it and the way what, you know, like little things that I see. Tenoch Huerta, it's, it's, uh, as many people don't know, but he actually played in, in uh, Narcos, Mexico. He was este, Rafa Caro Quintero. This guy right here has been an advocate for actors that are not white in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So Mexico, if you look at TV, doesn't really represent the culture there's that is a, over there. There's a huge colorism issue. Huge. With, yes, for and, sure. And he's been advocating for, for you know, for... He's saying, there's I have a lot of friends that are way better actors than some of the actors that are in there, but they don't get the spots because of their color or how they look. Este caro este caro quintero no este tenoch huerta he's from Ecatepec. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, Ecatepec, it's Talpalapa, El Gustavo Madero, Tepito. They're like the lo, like like say donde está el barrio, el, el, las pasiones bajas in, in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm also gonna share the link of this. Uh, it's gonna it's in Spanish, but I'm gonna share the link of this. Uh, kind of like it's called Escorpión al volante, al volante, which is one of those like driving, you know, on the car interviews. Yeah, like. Pa- podcast driver interview type show yeah and he's like he starts very formal and the way he talks but then este scorpion takes him to ecatepec and he's like you know what let's stop here for a second i have a surprise for you he's like okay but there's a bunch of cars so you can see it and as they're pulling closer but i think they did it on purpose as they're pulling closer there's a beautiful mural of tenoch huerta you know just dressed up in his costume for this movie and pretty much everything that represents the uh, like the Aztec culture or, or the Maya culture, and he looks at his you know the person that was coming with him, and he's like, "Did you know about this?" He's like, "No." He started bawling, like he got teary. He started bawling. He started crying. Yeah. And then uh, they get out, and the artist that was you know that did the mural, he was there, and they got to shake hands. And in that moment, whenever he met the artist, his Tona boys came from, you know, formal to like, cámara, mijo, no, pues que serme ahorita. Cuando, cuando se abre el, cuando dice, ¿qué ya la acabaste? No, a usted le falta. Le dice, cámara, pues cuando, cuando lo termines, me hablas y acá le pegamos a la tira un paro para que nos dejen tomar chelas y acá se arma un, un, un bailongo. Dice, va, va, ya me la dijiste, mi chavo. His Ecatepec thing comes out and that's yeah. beautiful, dude. Because it's like, for yeah. me, I'm from, you know, those type of, you know, those part of town from Mexico City. So seeing that in Hollywood, Daniel Suerta is going to be the next Diego Luna, the next Eugenio Derbez. Like, he's here to stay. Like, it's, and also, for me, this movie represents low-key, like, kind of like what like Mexican culture, Hispanic culture, and, and black culture, like what we've been experiencing in America or in the world in general, how, because of our opinions, a lot of times we clash. Mm-hmm. But there's something that's going to bring us together. I don't know what it is. The movie yeah. hasn't come out yet, but... Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm super excited for this movie. I'm super excited that that the Noche Huerta is having such a major part, being a major character in there. And even more than that, it's going to be representative of the Mayan cultures, mm-hmm. the indigenous cultures. It's going it, the the inspiration comes from that. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget being in uh, in the theater watching Black Panther, uh, the the first one, uh, when the the in, initial scene of the plane, the the ship they were in, going into what is Wakanda and seeing it, this this hidden kingdom yeah, of yeah. like super beautiful, crazy technology, and this fictional place filled me with such like chills and pride. I was like thinking like, this is what 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 could be if if it if it hadn't been like untouched. You know, I yeah. I, I always think about that type of stuff because we know. We know of our of our Mayan culture, of our Aztec culture, mm-hmm. but the fact that 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 the conquistadors came here and did their thing, they basically decimated these populations. Mm-hmm. What could have happened? Because at the time, at the time of the the Aztec Empire, when 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 the colonizers got there, mm-hmm. it was, if not the biggest city, one of the biggest cities, the cities in the in world, and it had America. and it yeah. had it had some of the best technology in terms of sanitation and plumbing in the world 
And it's crazy because you think in Europe, yeah. this civilized nation, and, and, they were actually shitting in buckets right. and throwing it on the street. And maybe maybe the one thing that like I would say, and someone like in, in like an article, it was like, oh, it's uh, in that time, the Aztecs were pretty much still in the Stone Age. Yes, but with better infrastructure than what you guys had with right. your all your technology. Right. Dude, one of my favorite comedy bits is like uh, when they talk about the 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 pyramids of Egypt, mm-hmm. like oh for the pyramids of Egypt, you know, there's all these shows that that say you know people didn't build that, aliens built that, yeah. aliens. But when it comes to the Mexican pyramids, <laughs> you know they did that shit. Nobody <laughs> questions whether Mexicans built that shit. Mexicans definitely <laughs> built that shit. <laughs> There, there's one thing that I love, just like from from us Mexicans, like somos pedos y somos borrachos y nos peleamos, pero somos trabajadores. Yeah, dude. No nos sacan de trabajadores. Yeah, we're special. It's, it's, it's a special Mes- Mesoamerica, like all of it. It's, it's a special yeah. culture that that shares many things. We talked a little about it, a little bit about it with our food, with with the celebrations we have. But I think that's what that's what you get at when you're like, it's time for us to bring. A Mexican player here at Austin FC because you're getting at that you're getting at that that missing piece that we need, dude. Imagine if I mean, but I'm talking about like a player that represents us, like yeah. not just a player because we're born. A player represents. We ain't talking about no Hector Herrera. Just no, no, like some shots. Un, and that's what I'm saying. Like Emiliano, Emilio Rivera, Emiliano Rivera, like, Emilio Rivera, Emilio Lara. Sorry, this guy would be perfect for our team. Just the way he is, how young and how peerless he is. Like imagine having him and Kip Keller in the defense. A true Aztec warrior. Fuck, dude. Que, que, que se la rompan. After the game, he'll get, like, pissed off just because he doesn't like to lose. I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully, hopefully, if Reina, you're hearing this. I know we talked and we, you know, we had a coffee one day uh, in my dream. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I think, and, and I really want Wakanda forever and, and this Tenoch Huerta part. I want everyone that is, you know, like you say, in, in Central America in specific, um, and in Mexico, to feel part of it because the Mayan culture actually expands all the way to Central America. It doesn't stop in Chiapas. It, it expands all the way down to, I believe, El Salvador, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I think I think that's one thing that I want everybody just to feel like embraced from it because that's your culture right there as well. Yeah, yeah, and and like like Richard was saying about about the notch, like he he's done a lot of uh, I know he's done, he's done a lot of activism to mm-hmm. combat that colorism issue in Mexico. He's and what it's it's beautiful to see him speak so pridefully of like the color of his skin and 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 the, the roots and not not you know really embrace it to that to that way where it's not like you know we're not similar to we're not Spanish we're not. We're not like Portuguese. No, we're 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 Mesoamerican. We're Mexican. We're indigenous. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing to see, and I hope that we see that that opens more doors for other actors. And we're gonna bring your bring our Tenochtitlan name more uh, shirts next week. Hell yeah, bro! Hey, speaking of, you know, hopefully everything works out. We're gonna have our boys Luis Angulo and Joe Corral. Oh shit! That's gonna be a better yeah, episode. We're, we're super excited to have these local. Uh, Austin artists doing amazing things. I have done amazing things for for the Austin FC community with their work on the on the murals and Tifos and mm-hmm. and even with uh, some Cat Metro projects, dude. Like that's goddamn, dude. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, at first, it was cool because uh, a little bit was just more like the way I looked at it is instead of having them by them like by them like by themselves in a separate episode, having them in like and talking about a Tifo, which is an unique project that they both have created, right? It'll be awesome. Yes. Um, it'll be cool. Little future. And then... Look uh, into the future. Yeah, man. Look into the future. We have El, el este, la Azteca. And also, um, in the fan segment uh, part, we're going to include the link of, the, you know, like the form that you guys can fill out if you guys want to be part of the talks of the World Cup. Um, and we're going to start pretty much doing those talks, small segments. ASAP. Uh, ASAP from, from here to the World Cup's over. So just check it out. We'll drop the link. Um, and is there anything else you want to add to this uh, episode? Uh, no, man. This was great. Um, thank you. Thank you for all those who listened to us. Please continue to to share share our stories and share our episodes with your friends and family. Uh, we really appreciate 
you giving us our opportunity to have these special moments where we can talk to you directly to the camera and you know form that connection because you know we we're all about stories here man we love our community we love our people yeah. and we cannot wait to continue to do this and bring you excellent content hell yeah man uh thank you for everyone that has listened to our episodes uh just don't forget to share like subscribe um and this is we do this for 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 y'all um and hopefully the people that have come they've experienced what we're about and you know we're just dudes that like to have good conversations and hang out so that's what it's all about um don't forget to vote don't forget to vote se cuidan se portan bien adios y arriba la america Oof. <laughs> <laughs>